T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. Need to know what it takes for a home to fit your budget and your family. Rocky can. So glad to have you. It's Monday. We are reacting to just a massive weekend in football. There was a little soccer mixed in as well. But while we're taking your suggestions for what the end of the Raiders-Patriots game should be called, we have fantastic um, you know, callers who have come in with some amazing nicknames. Raiders of the Last Lateral. Sin City Stiff Arm, Dumbo Ruski, and a show favorite, yeah. Revenge of the Turds. <laughs> <laughs> that is so loosely affiliated with the actual play. <laughs> Ridiculous. Um, okay, we'll get back to your calls in just one moment. But we also, uh, despite all of the things that happened over the weekend, we also got some uh, brand new developments just uh, within the last you know 20 minutes or so, and that is Jalen Hurts for Perloff's beloved Philadelphia Eagles is now questionable for the big showdown against the Cowboys with an injured shoulder. Uh, Perloff, you're somehow convincing yourself this is a good omen? Well, let's go in the way back machine. Second year starting quarterback on an MVP path for the Philadelphia Eagles. Gets injured week 12, week 13 area. Oh, has don't a, do it. Has a great backup <laughs> behind him. What happened that year to the Philadelphia Eagles, Maggie? What happened that year when Carson Wentz who is going to win the MVP, which is shocking, went down with a torn ACL. I hope Jalen Hurts not hurt that bad. What happened that year? <sighs> Nick Foles won the Super Bowl. And who is sitting behind Jalen Hurts? But Gardner basically Minshew. the new short version. Gardner Minshew is a short Nick Foles with a complete opposite personality and a mustache. <laughs> say, they're nothing alike. <laughs> yes. But quality-wise, they're like, he's a guy who probably should be starting, who has shown flashes of being a starting quarterback. I don't know. It just It's a weird parallel. It was actually... I think it was week 13 for Wentz, or it was one week off. Uh, it is weird that that happened. And he's a second-year starting quarterback who's going to win the MVP. Jalen Hurts, second-year starting quarterback MVP. Okay, do you realize, though, you're undercutting Jalen Hurts' MVP candidacy by saying this? By saying he's the same as Carson Wentz? No, by saying <laughs> that Gardner Minshew could come in and no. have success with this team. You're basically kind of you know, backing up Micah Parsons and what he said about the system as opposed to saying Hurts is the MVP. Well, I don't care about If we're talking about the overall karma that determines a Super Bowl champion, I don't care if Jalen Hurts wins the MVP. I'd much rather have an Eagles Super Bowl. Well, obviously. Yeah, I understand. I'm actually not saying that. I think Jalen, Jalen Hurts gives him a better chance of winning, because, especially because of his running ability against the Cowboys. Gardner Minshew, if the Eagles got behind and Gardner Minshew was sitting back there with Micah Parsons be able to come after him, that'd be bad. I do think he's a pretty good backup. So I do think the game is still really interesting. I'm curious to see if Hurts doesn't play, what is the line? How much does the line move? 
I don't know. We can check right now yeah. on DraftKings. But, 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 I don't, but it's a Hurts, as far, as far as I know, is not out-out yet. Okay, questionable. But really, it's a cute, you know, little theory you, you posed there. Admit, and I like it, the it pause, you, may, you must have paused for a second. I did not pause because I'm like, you're, you hide, you're hiding something. How nervous are you really? Because I know that if this was news about Josh Allen, I'd be freaking out. Well, it says sprained shoulder, and yeah. he kept playing. So to me, also that's... a bad idea. <laughs> Two degrees in Chicago. Maybe you should have taken him out of the game. If Minshew's so good, have him finish out the game in Chicago. Wow the the line just moved to minus six for Cowboys. Oof. That's expecting him to not play. That's not a Jalen Hurts also, line. That's a Gardner pro- Minshew line. There's another problem of motivation. What are the Eagles playing for now that they have such a big lead? Although the, the Vikings, I guess, could catch them. <laughs> That's cute. <laughs> I mean, the Vikings, honestly, could rescue a kindergarten. I don't know how they're going to get our respect. Respect? They were down 33 nothing to the Indianapolis Colts. Are we going to respect them for well, that? They also scored five touchdowns in the second half and had two defensive touchdowns taken away by BS calls, but the officials are blowing the whistle too fast. I know, and Kirk Cousins threw another bad pick. I get it. I get it. Take them. They're yours if you want (laughs) them. No, I don't want them. We don't know if they're going to win their next three games or lose their next three games. We have no idea what they're going to do on a play-to-play or (laughs) quarter-to-quarter basis. They're entertaining. Most teams in the NFL right now. They're entertaining. There was a great. This is total aside. Kirk Cousins had the, the ultimate Kirk Cousins tweet on Sunday. Middle of football action, he tweets. Hey, does anyone know what the difference is between Eddie Bauer, Lands End, and uh, what was the other one? LLB. LLB. I was like, oh my gosh, of course you would ask that. Honestly, said only by a guy who drives a minivan. Yeah. If you don't drive a minivan, you can't even utter those words. You could invent the Minnesota Vikings. They're the, they're <laughs> boring and exciting and they're everything all at once. <laughs> this is coming from a man wearing a holiday festive turtleneck sweater. That's killing him. That's Yes, yeah, that's slowly <laughs> strangling you like an anaconda. Okay. How long do you but think festive. this will be on my body when the show's over? I think it'll be off. I think you're gonna. it's going to be off before they even roll the credits on the show. <laughs> I've talked this lasted this long, to be honest. I know. <laughs> we warned Margaret, our makeup artist, just in case you needed to like eject yourself from the sweater <laughs> to be ready to fix your face and hair. Uh, yeah, you don't want me to pull it off, though, because if I pull it off, like it'll be one of those situations where you will see an entire white belly button <laughs> <laughs> on camera, just blinding light <laughs> will come through. It will be bad. Like, ta-da! <laughs> No, please don't <laughs> spare everybody, please. Uh, well, I for real, scale of one to ten, how nervous are you for Jalen Hurts? Real talk. Uh, real talk, not that nervous because it can't be that bad. Sprained shoulder and he kept playing through it. What does that mean? Bad things. 855, I don't know. 855-212-4CBS. I hope not for your sake. And I'm sorry because I've been on the show. I've been able to research it. I pulled up the ESPN story. It doesn't say which shoulder. It must be out there, but I'm, somebody can find that out. It just says sprained shoulder that he suffered during Sunday's victory over the Bears. I'm assuming if the line move like that, it means the throwing shoulder. Right? I don't know. I mean, Baker Mayfield had a sprained non-throwing shoulder last year, right? Yeah, I think they meant the line move because I don't think he's going to be on. He got hit by Bears defensive end Travis Gibson. I I don't know. I don't know. is saying the injury to Jalen Hurts is left non-throwing shoulder. Oh, Oh. okay. Well, now you're good. Oh, wait. No, sorry. He corrected himself. (laughs) Oh, no. Now it's Jalen Hurts' right throwing shoulder. Wait, who? who this is this? Jeff McClain. Oh my gosh, EJ, you just Eagles gave Perloff like the biggest EJ, what are you like, doing? this huge amount what of hope. This is my John away. Heyman moment. I'm sorry. That's <laughs> like when someone scores a touchdown and they go to replay review and they reverse it or 
like the, that, you just hope. did me with the commanders happened to them last night. <laughs> You're Brian Robinson <laughs> running in a touchdown. But wait a minute. Terry McLaurin was not on the line of scrimmage, even though he checked with the official that he was on the line. And by the way, you mentioned my love for Terry McLaurin. He hit his over prop in like 30 seconds. Wow. Yeah. Right. Yeah, he's good. Over, right. uh, what was it, 60 yards? He had it by halftime. Brian Robinson, and I'm sorry because it's a very serious thing, Brian Robinson getting shot this season is a new Ryan Fitzpatrick went to Harvard. They're like, Brian Robinson, who got shot, takes it in from the one. <laughs> I mean, they mentioned <laughs> they it about yeah. 75 it. times a game. I know. I feel I feel a little bad for him because. Uh, you're right. He, and by the way, he's run so hard. It's as if nothing ever happened to him. The guy's a miracle. Like he's a walking miracle. It's amazing. But you're right. I feel like they should just sort of separate that storyline. If you're going to tell it, you know, like in a separate How part. How can you not they tell kind of it, though? It's such it an unbelievable story. No, I know, but they shouldn't just fold it into the play-by-play. Yeah, play, you know? <laughs> fold it. Exactly. <laughs> well, I mean, listen, the Giants are happy that Ron Rivera didn't give him the ball enough because I felt like he could run all over them all day long. Weird game. I know. Well, they do that two running back thing with Antonio Gibson. Yeah. So it's kind of interesting. 855-212-4CBS. I feel like also Brian Robinson is now known for wearing that massive, ridiculous-looking yeah. hat. <laughs> He's got two things he's known for. Actually, that's good. The big hat took away from the getting shot story. So (laughs) now you have both things simultaneously. Well, it's just bizarre. They're such opposite ends of the spectrum. Getting shot, super serious. The guy's lucky to be alive, let alone playing. And then the big hat is the most ridiculous possible thing he could wear. (laughs) It's just, it's like whiplash uh, talking about that guy. Hell of a running back, though. 855-212-4CBS. All right, we've got more nicknames pouring in for the end of the Patriots-Raiders game. (laughs) How about Rogers in Pennsylvania? Roger, what do you have for us? The Immaculate Redemption. Immaculate Redemption. Okay. Okay. We had another Immaculate something earlier in the show. Immaculate Interception. Interception. That, except but it, it wasn't it an interception. It was an interception. It but Immaculate Redemption. The problem is it has to be against the Steelers. If it was against the Steelers, that would be perfect. Oh, perfect, yes. It would be perfect. But oh, maybe that's so close. Something. Who knows? You know, Roger, listen, as somebody who was happy that Keelan Cole's touchdown controversially was upheld, neighborhood play, I'll also neighborhood play Immaculate Redemption. It wasn't quite against the Steelers, but eh, still yeah, a cool nickname. No, it's cool. No, it's a nice it's one. Not exactly Immaculate It's not going to stick for his- history. We're not going to talk about the Immaculate Redemption. No, I think Sin City Stiff Arm actually has the best shot here. Uh, I, think it's, I think it's already starting to be Sin City Miracle. Sin City Miracle. Miracle's the thing these days. I know. Oh, John in North Carolina's got a good one. John, what do you have? You got lateral losers. It's <laughs> so good. Can the Patriots heretofore be known as the lateral losers? As a Bills fan, I would get so <laughs> much joy out of that. <laughs> Belichick has given me so much pain over the years, John. Thanks, guys. There you go. Lateral losers. I'm writing it down. Losers. Underscore double exclamation point. You I'll, uh, I'll buy us some time so you can write that down. There you got it. Okay, good. <laughs> oh, I'm going to like this one too. Jeff's in California. Jeff, what do you have? Hey, what's up, guys? Happy Monday. So uh, I'm just going with the Belichick belly ache. Also Ooh. love it. Because I know that guy swallowed a gallon of Pepto <laughs> after <laughs> that game was his over. Face, I mean, at a minimum. His, his face was not happy. What's how is that different from no. his happy face? That's just his face. <laughs> I know, but I mean, they pretty much all look the same. But you know, I'm just saying that there's no way in heck. I guess they can say heck or hell, whatever. Anyway, <laughs> uh, Jeff, I love it. The Belichick bellyache. 
Uh, we actually have a little bit of Belichick sound from yesterday, him talking about the implosion, rare as it is, to see from his own team on that last play. Here we go. Yeah, look, we've talked about situational football. We talk about it every week. But we obviously have got to do a better job playing situational football and not making critical mistakes in the game. Honestly, it, that like if we play tape of them just winning the Super Bowl, it's the same thing. But Wait, you know, this he, had I to kill him. Did he start crying after that first little <laughs> pause there? He's not a capable of that kind of emotion. Are you crazy? Belichick's a robot. He's not. I crying. don't know if it was a special teams mistake, his pride and joy, which they've had this year, he might have cried. I mean, it was kind of like. It, it, you know, those those lateral plays kind of remind me of special teams plays. Did the thought cross your mind on Sunday? Because I think it did with a lot of people. Man, Bill Belichick made a mistake coming back. Or, man, Bill Belichick is nearing the end. Um, No, I don't think he'll go out on a losing season, A. And B, if they don't make the playoffs. And B, he's already known as the greatest you know, I know Don Shula has the record for the most wins, but I think Belichick has put a lot of you know, I think he's number one, like, with a bullet. I, well, I mean, Vince Lombardi and Paul Brown are a different category. Different category. I, I mean, Bill Walsh, Parcells, like, I think he, as far as his contemporaries, I mean, he's lapped him. Yeah, I mean, I, I never hear him compared to Vince Lombardi. That Vince Lombardi is like the Beatles, right? That he's name, the godfather of football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so I don't know if that, you're right. But that doesn't mean that he can't be embarrassed by what's happening now. Yeah, I mean, he has to be embarrassed because not only is he coaching the team, but he's picking out the players. And as Parcell you, said he's buying the groceries. You look at that and making the meal. You look at that division. When are they making the playoffs? The Bills are set. The Dolphins look like they've improved. The Jets are improving. Yeah, I, I don't see the path. I know. Finally, finally, there's a little competition here in the AFC East. I love how everyone's talking about a Kansas City Chiefs seventh straight year that they've clinched the division. This is a stranglehold, unlike anything we've ever seen. What? <laughs> How about two decades of New England interrupted by one Miami season when Brady got hurt? And they ran the Wildcat the whole time. Uh, Steve has been extremely patient. Steve's one of our faves in Indianapolis. Steve, I'm sorry. That's all I have to say about the Colts, uh, about everything. It, you, you, I've got a candidate, not for who had the worst weekend, but who had the best weekend. I think Jeff Saturday had the best weekend because the top talk on all the sports radio around town is if there was any chance he was just going to get that job, get not given to him, earn it, whatever you want to call it, he sank his chances. But, but, I, but I think anybody that can walk away from this smoldering dumpster fire that is the Indianapolis Colts <laughs> has had a good weekend. And then quickly, as far as uh, nicknames on your game, I, I got a couple. All right. One. One, grieving Las Vegas. Oh, oh that's good. good. But they won. Uh, but yeah, yeah, they won, but Little I tricky. get it, yeah. And then, and then the other one, I, I have a name for the play. You know, they name their plays in, in the offensive huddle or, or the, when they draw them up. I'm going to call what happened on that play, Bella Choke 22. Oh, that's put that on a T-shirt. Um, Bella Choke 22. I love it. Steve, we, we – I, I like your positive spin on uh, Jeff Saturday's performance. The fact that he's not going to have to most likely will not be the coach of the Colts next year uh, is actually a good thing for him. He can go right back to ESPN. All right. Hey, you guys, I love you. Thanks, Steve. Appreciate you so much. Um, you know, Jim Irsay is such a wild card. I don't know if this took him out of the No, I, I agree with that. that who, who knows? And actually, 
listen, he got he did something to get them up thirty three nothing. He did something to be in a lot of these games. I mean, honestly, he's probably exceeded expectations a little bit. Man, uh, that's hard for me to say. I don't know if I can go there. <laughs> Grieving Las Vegas and Bella Choke 22, yeah, tw- Oh, 22 the year. Yeah. yeah. Hello. Man. Well, come uh, on. I mean, that was not that obvious. I don't know. Like, <laughs> I, I think it was. Um, okay, really quickly, get back to your calls in just one moment. But we have some really, really fun news that we get the pleasure and the privilege of announcing to everybody. And that is our producer, Mike Samter, and his lovely wife, Susan, have welcomed a baby girl, Alexandra Masha Samter. She was born 12-12-22. Amazing birthday. No yes. one will ever forget that birthday. At 7.17 p.m., wow. how adorable is this little girl? We are told oh that mom gosh. is doing great, that Samter is doing fantastic. How cute is that? Oh, my gosh. Aww. Susan looks beautiful there. And that little baby is so, so cute. And this is going to be a baby that is very, very loved. We know wow. that. How adorable. We couldn't be more thrilled for Susan and for Mike. This is great. Yeah, and she... She's born just in time to see the Jets lose in dramatic fashion. <laughs> because I think that's important to Samter that she understands she gets folded into the Jets family quickly and learns dramatic losses are going to be a thing and part of her life. <laughs> right? You know what? Better for her to learn the lesson exactly, now than to exactly. build up hope in a baby thinking that the Jets have really turned a corner. Yeah, or even be worse if you were so young, the Jets... Jets were good before you remember, then you're three, and they go back to being the normal Jets. No, no I'm kidding. Mike, come on. Mike. And by the way, I knew he wasn't going to be in today because, you know, there's no way he would come in after a two, <laughs> no, two no. straight losses. Well, now he's got much more important things to attend to. No, 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 of course not. Congratulations, Mike. That is really cool. Awesome, awesome. Love to see it. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. That is just some awesome, awesome news. Uh, okay. Coming up, was the future of one quarterback decided yesterday? We'll tell you about that in just a moment. See you guys on the phones. We'll do that as well. More Maggie and Perloff right after this. This season for the... We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. 
first time, you can hear every Westwood One NFL broadcast stream live for free Mondays, Thursdays, Sunday nights, holiday triple headers, and every postseason game. Catch all the action on the Odyssey app on westwoodonesports.com via Westwood One station streams or by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports. It's all sponsored by AutoZone. The free AutoZone Fix Finder service can help troubleshoot the cause of your pesky check engine light for free and get you back on the road. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone. AutoZone. My phone is blowing up with texts about Jalen Hurts' shoulder. This is no reason to panic. A sprained shoulder. He's questionable for the Cowboys game. This is not... This is not the end of the dream by any means. They yeah, can try lose. out your uh, the, what happened the last yeah. time a backup quarterback took over on your yeah. diehard Eagles fans, friends. I think you're going to no. get a lot of expletives. Everybody back. loves it. They're they're into it. There's just so much good vibes around this team. I do think the Cowboys would kill, win this game, and it wouldn't mean a thing. It, it already doesn't mean a thing. The NFL has gotten to the point where unless it's a must-win game, you never know if a team is going to play for 60 minutes. You could be up 27-10, and lose by three touchdowns. I mean, it is leads me nothing. I know it's crazy. And yesterday, it kind of felt that way. Stay with me in the Bucks Bengals game a little bit when the Bucks go up. What was it, twenty-one to three at halftime? I I don't think it was quite that, but seventeen-three. Uh, yeah, seventeen-three, and it just felt like no way. I didn't realize it was going to be Tom Brady four turnovers bad. But it well, just felt I, like there was an inevitability that the Bengals were going to make that a game. Right. When they kicked the field goal at the end of the first half, even the announcer was Romo was on that game. Yeah. He said, ooh, that, that opens a window. That sort of starts the game off. It reminds you so much of the Bengals-Chiefs game. Had a similar feel to it. That last drive, because up until that drive, the Bucks defense had kept this Bengals said that 50 total yards or something. I know. Then all of a sudden they got yards. Tom Brady looked perfect in the first half. So... And we this is the, what the Bengals' defense does, though. They yeah. made Mahomes look, you know, average in the yeah. second half of that AFC Championship game, and they did it to Brady yesterday. He looked bad. Well, I got to tell half. you, I, I, I know he he looked bad in the second half, but I saw enough where I'm like, ooh, there is a good team inside the Bucks, and Romo agrees with me, and I, I think there's there's something there. Imagine if that team all was healthy on the same day, all focused, all actually running the plays they're supposed to be running. I don't know. I'm yeah, not saying Giovanni they're going to win. This. understands that you're running a fake punt on a fourth and one. By the way, a crazy fake punt at their own 28. Running a fake punt at that point would be totally I know. See, nuts. I I don't. I feel like they're closer to. Is Todd Bowles going to be one and done here? And yeah. where's Tom Brady playing next? As opposed to look out, everybody. This is a real dangerous Bucks team. I think they're way closer to just completely falling off. They but they there's are, no one else in the NFC South who can come and take that division. I feel like they put they'll have a twelve minute spurt of every game where they look really good. But that might not be enough, especially if it comes in the first half. But how do you know in in this year's NFL where everything is so where a team like the Chiefs can go to overtime with the Texans? Where no, a team like there's they, no there's no rhyme or reason right now. Just because the Cowboys look good here, you have no idea what Cowboys team will show up against the Bucks in the first round. Okay, but when did the Buck when have the Bucks look good for any kind of at all like a full game? Never. That's my point. I know, but see, the Chiefs have looked good for full games. Like the Cowboys have looked good for full games. We have nothing to fall back on with. But the do Bucks. you how? But do you feel comfortable that any team is going to look consistently good, except for the Philadelphia Eagles this year? Yeah. Injury aside, they're the only team who's been consistently good pretty much every week. They had one yeah, mishap against the Washington Commanders. But I, honestly, I think there isn't a I'll good team. I'll say the 49ers out. the last month and a half. Right, but Brock Purdy's their quarterback, so you get nervous right. about that. And also, Brock Purdy's kind of hurt. 
<laughs> so, and they seem to churn through these quarterbacks. So that's a, the caveat there. Okay. Also, want to uh, talk about what we saw last night in that Giants Commanders game, right? So, obviously, a couple questionable calls at the end that keep the Commanders from the end zone, keeping them from trying to score, and then they need the two point conversion to tie it up. But I'm seeing a lot of, oh, Daniel Jones has won this job now. He's going to be the Giants quarterback from here on out. Like, oh, this is the real Daniel Jones when he has good coaching and all that. I I thought the story of the night was actually not Daniel Jones. It was two people, Saquon Barkley and Kayvon Thibodeau, who were both spectacular in this game. Barkley getting out of tackles, showing who he is. But the problem is, is I'm not going to pay Saquon Barkley. So he can have this game and he can go on a run here from the Giants. I don't, I'm still not paying him a King's ransom because of his injury history. And Thibodeau is awesome. He's great. Coming out of Oregon, there were questions maybe about, is he too much about his brand or whatever? That was all crap. He is fantastic. Yeah, but the Giants are in a weird limbo position as, as a franchise. I don't know what's going to happen here. I think they will pay Saquon something. Maybe, I mean, what do you have to pay? $30 million for four years or something? Something that they can afford. I mean, I don't know if he's looking for, like, the Ezekiel Elliott deal. Uh, yeah, but is any is there been a contract like that since Ezekiel Elliott? I don't know. So, I think they're in a weird spot because they need to find a quarterback, too. got paid. Okay. Yeah, and that was, obviously. Look, that was a look, bad look, one, too. Look at where they are now. Yeah, I, I and also Kayvon Thibodeau, that entire draft class, every pass rusher in the draft class is incredible, unstoppable. It's bizarre. How every team has never gotten the draft right because Aiden Hutchinson's unstoppable as well. So anyway, yeah, no, they do look good. And I was surprised. I thought the commanders were gonna win last night. I don't know why the commanders didn't show up at all. I do think there was a little bit of karma karma for Taylor Heineke. You don't celebrate getting a roughing the passer and against the Eagles and the, <laughs> expect something not bad to happen to you at the end of the year. Wow. So you think him celebrating how he sold the roughing the oh, yeah. passer would hurt him when he's playing the Giants? Yes, that's why he tripped when he was running into the end zone at the end and could have tied the game. I was I was dying to see if they were going to hit the two-point conversion there to, to go 20-20, to 20, and then I would have guaranteed that it would have ended up at another 20-20 tie, the <laughs> yeah. same exact score. It was destined. Because yeah. there, are no, there are no two teams in the history of the NFL who are more exactly the same than <laughs> the Washington Commanders and New York Giants. They have the equal level of talent. Well... Equal level of talent. Yes, there's a lot of similarities. The Giants definitely don't have a receiver like Terry McLaurin. They would oh, love well, yeah. to have a receiver like that. I think, I think they, Washington found a number one. Dot- oh, McLaurin is amazing. No, I, I think Dotson is Oh, the and star. Dotson is fantastic. Yeah. That catch he made at the end was, whoa. Uh, they both have quarterback situations that are dicey. But I got to say, if I'm a Giants fan or Commanders fan, I'm feeling a lot better about my coach if I'm a Giants fan. No disrespect to Ron Rivera, who we think is an excellent man and who's come on the show, but Brian Dayball, to me, is smart. And here's one thing I read in Peter King's column this morning. I believe it's Peter's column. He has two guys who are game planning with him, and one is just a guy who's in charge of game strategy and innovation. And it seems like every team in the NFL would have one of these guys, but to be honest, I don't think they do. And you can look at a lot of Giants wins. We know they're not the most talented team. They obviously don't have, like, a MVP quarterback. But they've got a game plan where they make the right decisions. They're calling timeouts at the right time. They're running plays that have a high percentage of working out. They're going for it on fourth down at times when are applicable and seem smart. Like, I think they are getting themselves in the playoffs Kate, like a lot of ways because mm. they're just outsmarting their opponent. I, uh, 
I don't know. This is their second win in like two months. Well, they're not a great, but look at the talent. Like, this, are they a great team? First of all, this, I don't know. They got kind of lucky last night. The officials handed them that game at the, the, the end. The officials definitely handed I, them the game. Honestly, they... I, I understand the optimism of Brian Dable, but I don't look at that team and say they've done so many things right. They they've not. What were they at some point? Weren't they seven and two? Uh, yeah. Six and one, I believe, and maybe yeah. seven and two. But talk about doing yeah. more with less. But they've lost. Okay, yeah. But they they start off the season. They were six and one. Then they were seven and two. Then they lost. They lost three out of four. Tied one of those and won this game. Yeah, they they. I think they've they been were expected to they've do been nothing exposed. this year. They've been. I feel like they've and been exposed. And now they're a playoff team. Kinda. I mean, listen. If they play the AFC South, the if they the whole NFC East is ridiculous. All their records are inflated because the AFC South teams are so terrible. Yeah. Uh, that the, these records mean nothing. And honestly, I think the Giants are going to get smacked around in the playoffs. Well, they might, but the fact they'd be making the playoffs, the fact that the offensive line looks competent, I mean, that's something any Giants fan would sign up for. But yes, they got extremely lucky last night. But if I'm saying who's trending up in the well, right direction. Well, how are they trending up? Like, how who's the quarterback next Well, year? that's the problem. But who's the commander's and quarterback And also, Saquon, you think Saquon Barkley is going to get any younger or healthier? No, but hopefully, if they keep progressing, they won't actually need Saquon Barkley. They could have another running back. We don't need to have. So tell me about tell them. me about this team next year. Go, give me their skill position players. Line them up for me. That this is trending know, up. I don't know who their quarterback is. Uh, to me, if it's Daniel Jones, then you're hoping that he's just your bridge guy to get to someone else. And who? Are, and also, I don't think you really have any wide receivers either. No, that's what I'm saying. They yeah. need the Terry McLaurin, which they don't have. So they don't have a wide receiver. So they're going to get rid of their running back. They don't have a quarterback, and they're trending up. Okay, so the offensive line looks better. They have a draft pick, and you're the one who always says you should actually take your receivers in the second round. That's you. That's an old Perloffism. Great. I, they can I, they can draft a wide receiver this year, which who should be a wide receiver one. All right. They got a pass rusher now with Thibodeau, who's awesome. <laughs> okay. Need a little help in the secondary, maybe. No, they're not a finished product by any stretch. Yeah, honestly, the they fact that they're coach. they're in quarterback limbo. So to me, it doesn't really matter until they solve this. And honestly, I think they might go Daniel Jones. May, and maybe that'll work. I have no idea. I think it's going to be like this. This is like good Daniel Jones. He doesn't. This version of him doesn't turn the ball over, which is nice. So you get the plus of that he can use his legs. He can convert some third downs for you that way. But it's, I don't think it's ever going to get better than this. This is yeah, what you're I mean, listen, they they lost forty eight twenty two to the Eagles. That game wasn't even that close. They got blown. You know, they're yeah, pro off. The Eagles are one of the best teams in the NFL. And the Thanksgiving game, I know they back to recovered against the Cowboys, yeah, but the Cowboys was... were clearly the way better team. I don't feel like they're ready to jump past either of those teams next year. So where where really are they? Well, I, maybe two years there, but they could still be a wild card team. Maybe. Listen, think about how many good teams are there in the NFC, and there just happens to be two of the best out of three are in their same division. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I just don't see... I'm not, like, super up on the Giants. I'm not looking at that as a team with a gigantic upward trajectory right now. Well, they're no Detroit Lions. That's another but team. Who, what are they doing? <laughs> they got a quarterback limbo, too. I don't know. That's a tough call. That's a tough call, much tougher than Giants, who, unfortunately, are too good to draft a quarterback this well, year. probably. Uh, Scott is in California. Scott... What was it hey. like watching that game in the first half on Saturday as a Vikings fan? You know what? It's weird, Maggie. I, I actually was hanging lights for my next door neighbor. I didn't, and I looked at my phone and I saw thirty nothing. And I, I you know, and I thought I'm going to hear about this from Maggie and Pearl all weekend. <laughs> but um, 
just real quick, uh, happy holidays, love you guys. And Maggie, I wanna, one of the things I noticed about your show is you always say thank you to the caller by name, whether they've dropped them down already or they're still alive. And, and it's something I've noticed. So anyway, I, that's why I preach your content, even though I consider you guys an anti-Viking site. <laughs> but, I don't know how many of you or who we have to be or how we have to do it, but I just listened to Pearl earlier and it's like, yeah, well, you know. What, what do you, you know, how do you get down 33 nothing? And I don't know either. But what <laughs> I'm seeing is this year, we have nine games that are within uh, one score. And if, you know, you can, there's two ways to look at it. How do you get down that and how do you come back? So I'm going to go with the resiliency. And um, I think Kirk Cousins is realizing he doesn't have a lot of years left. I don't know. I just, I just think there's someone you, you don't want to mess with too much. But Maggie, I got to ask you this. Yeah. And I'll, I'll let you go. I watched the Buffalo game. Yeah. That PI um, that set up your last score. Yeah. Did you see a PI there? Yes, a hundred percent. It was definitely mm, a defensive pass yeah. interference. Scott, <laughs> yeah. by the, the book. People, the people they should have called the police. To be honest, everyone in the stadium and at home could could see that. No, Scott. Thank you so much for the call and appreciate that. I did think it was. DPI. I thought it was defensive pass interference. There was just too much going on there. Too yeah, much. No, I, I agree with you, by the way. And I think it's almost always DPI because cornerbacks just aren't looking at the ball. <laughs> well, also, I think they make a business decision there. It's like, do I want to get mossed potentially or set up the yeah. game? Or do I want to take a shot and mug this guy a bit? It wasn't a mugging. But like, do I want to take a shot and interfere and hope they don't call it? Yeah, which happened, which worked for the Giants. And by the way, there's two Vikings games I remember that were not one-score games. One when the Eagles blew them out, and the other when the Cowboys beat them like 170 to three. I know. So, well, the Eagles one was a primetime game, and yeah. we know Kirk Cousins can't do that. So yeah. Take that away. No, to Scott's point, though, what do the Vikings have to do? I think they have to like go John McClain style and like save the world if in they, order to get some respect. If they played either the Eagles or Cowboys in the playoffs, I think they'd be eight point underdogs. I think the Cowboys would. Would house them again. That is a terrible matchup for the Vikings. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Okay, coming up, Packers and Rams tonight. And you know what? This game is more important than you might think. We'll tell you why next. It's time to answer our Ask the Pros question today. It's brought to you by O'Reilly Auto Parts. Today's question comes from Justin in Los Angeles. What do you think of the World Cup final? Don't forget, you can submit a question by going to cbssportsradio.com slash askthepros or tweeting it at cbssportsradio using the hashtag askthepros. Unbelievable World Cup final. We'll get back to the football in just a moment, but the American football. Um, we got to play for you the final call. Oh, yeah. From Andres Cantor, who is a legendary broadcaster who was calling the game for Telemundo, but who is Argentinian. So after watching the overtime and then go to PKs, we all know what happened. Here's what it sounds I mean, it went on from there. This is like <laughs> a minute and a half of him basically s yelling and crying and celebrating. And we have video of it, too. And, like, the other people in the booth are also crying. Yeah. It is quite a scene. And the country just exploded oh. with joy. It was amazing. You know, my honeymoon was in Argentina. Went to an Argentinian soccer game, regular season. Yeah. It was River Plot and San Marco or something. I don't even remember. It was about second and third team. And 
every time there was a goal, there was this man who just started weeping openly. He was so happy for his team. And I was like, oh man, I do I don't know sports fandom until I've seen Argentinian <laughs> soccer. Yeah. Uh, so multiply that by a million. Incredible to see. And also the game too. It the back and forth and we thought it was I thought it was over and I came back to the did. game and it was just incredible. The fact that it was messy and Mbappe kind of like going, oh. it was like a heavyweight fight. And then the fact that it goes to you know, overtime and then goes to the PKs, like it had everything. And I can't even think of an, of a, like a, an American sport uh, equivalent to what Messi just did. This would be like, Oh, there's gotta be, we gotta think Well, about it'd be that. like if Michael Jordan retired off of 98, probably if he had never won <laughs> previously. I almost I, feel like it feels a little like John Elway, but yeah, he, Elway. he had another two after that. But. Yeah. But the thing about Elway is, is Elway was amazing, but we don't think of him as the greatest quarterback ever. Sure. I mean, maybe some people do. I think Brady has kind of taken that. Yeah, definitely. Brady's definitely taken it. Uh, okay. Right now, you either think it's Brady or Montana. I don't know how many people still think Elway. Maybe some people think Peyton Manning. I don't know. Well, yeah, except I know it's Messi's first World Cup, but it's not like he hasn't won before. Right, he has, but like yeah. to win this. To win yeah, the World Cup. I think you're right. But it's not his first. It's not exactly his first championship. He's won many, many championships. Yeah. I believe he's Stu. Help me out here, but he's won a bunch of titles. Oh, yeah. A lot of for yeah, Barcelona tons. Yes, he's won many titles before. And I don't mean to be so myopic that I have to like make it about America. I was just it got me thinking. Yeah, like, what I, is I think, the equivalent? I think Jordan. Wait, was the flu? Was the push off? Was that the last year? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's pretty close. Yeah, that's, that's pretty close. That's, but but. Yes, right. But he came back. But, but he came back. Yeah, but so Messi's going to Miami or whatever. So <laughs> right. same. I don't know that's basically back. the MLS is his Washington Wizards of soccer. <laughs> or um, maybe Dale Earnhardt went in the Daytona 500 a little bit. That was towards the end of his career. And he had not won the Daytona for, you know, 20 years or whatever. EJ, wow. you secret uh, race car guy? I used to love playing NASCAR race, you know, NASCAR <laughs> yeah. video game on GameCube. So I was, <laughs> okay. I was big into that. You're but, basically uh, an expert. I mean, <laughs> I love it. Well, yeah, but... Again, like Dale's last race, though, right, with his son and Michael Waltrip. So it's, yeah, not div- quite different. Anyway. Let's, uh... It was wild. <laughs> wild finale. The video from people in the streets. My bro- my brother's married to an Argentinian woman. Oh, and wow. It's just amazing, right? Like, so incredible for that country. And then to have the voice of the World Cup for Telemundo be openly weeping mm-hmm. As you were talking about the fan who was openly weeping when you were at the game in Argentina, to have the broadcaster. Do it. Montiel. <laughs> Montiel. Goal! Goal! So, uh, so it goes on for like a whole minute, yeah. and one of the translations is he just goes, "They won the sky." <laughs> I did, by the way. Very poetic. I had a. 15-minute conversation about Olivier Giroud's hair at dinner on Saturday night. <laughs> the French guy with the blonde tips. Yeah. is I'm sorry. He's, is Do you like it or don't like it? He's pretty cool. I, <laughs> <laughs> Stu, help me out here. What do you think? Yeah, yeah it's a good look for him. I like it. All he, these soccer players are too good looking. done, though, right? No, I know, but it's sort of right. Yeah, it was done by Kevin Millar in 2005. <laughs> yeah, that's, I was going to say. That's why it's so cool. And Sink already did all this. I feel like but Timberlake there's, really there's something about them. the way he, he tries to pull it off. I mean, soccer players are insane. Their haircuts are perfect. <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, Justin is in Arizona. Uh, has some advice for Bill Belichick. Justin, how are you? I'm good. How are you guys doing? We're doing excellent. I actually had a couple things. First, congratulations to Santer. Yes. Um, New and baby then, girl. 
You guys know who the Patriots are playing next week, right? The Bengals. How amazing would it have been if Belichick went up there and just went, we're on to Cincinnati. <laughs> yeah. We're on to Cincinnati. I'm surprised he didn't think of it. Well, he did that out of a position of strength that season. I don't think he feels as comfortable with his team to say that this year. Yeah, you're right about that. Cincinnati wasn't who Cincinnati was, and that was after a loss in Kansas City, if I'm no, no. Cincinnati was great that year. They were that was in the heart of their play. They made the playoffs like four straight times. They were good. They were favored, I think, in that game. But it was after a loss to Kansas City. Then yeah, on Cincinnati. Yeah, and Cincinnati right. thought thought, oh, they got a uh, struggling Patriots team coming on. Not so much. Yeah, that was also like that was early in the season, right? Yeah, they were two and the Patriots. I think were two, two and, and two, two, and then just caught fire. The Patriots always – yeah, sorry. Go ahead, Justin. Oh, I was just going to say my, my last thought, um, Perloff, is don't worry too much about your Eagles. Um, I mean, look at my Niners on third-string quarterback. Yeah. Who needs a third-string quarterback? Exactly. Who needs, <laughs> all this thought, thought and talk about quarterbacks is completely overrated, Justin. Although exactly. Jalen Hurts is the MVP. <laughs> you guys have a great day. Thanks, you too, Justin. Appreciate it. Um, Jalen Hurts is the MVP, but now he does have a compromised shoulder. Ooh, see what happens. I, know. I think this has opened the door for Josh Allen. And I know this is going to be like, oh, Maggie, you homer, you love the Bills. Watch that game. Watch every game this year. I mean, the Bills, people used to clown them because they went, they couldn't win these close games. Now they've won, what, five straight since the Minnesota disaster? It's been because of Allen. No disrespect to Jalen Hurts or Mahomes or anyone else who's on the short list, but I mean, name me someone else who's doing more for their team. Whether that's a design flaw of the Bills, okay, we can have that conversation. But just on the field, who's doing more? Well, it, that's not my MVP. MVP is a narrative award. Who's the new guy? That's who gets it. That's why Jalen Hurts is minus 150, and then it's Mahomes at plus 165, and Josh Allen Burrow plus 1,000. Because How Allen is has, Josh Allen an old face right now? I don't, I don't get too it. high a bar. He had a too high a bar. Of course, reset for he's, him. Also, his numbers are down a little bit this year. So, yeah, all right. I mean, gets the the ball over the tip of the nobody cares break about in us. the plane. No one cares about that. <laughs> okay, everyone of the snow game. Then you finally got it. He's excellent. It's like nobody cares, Maggie. On to Jalen Hurts. Um, okay, so we have ex- some exciting news. Some news about the show that we wanted to share with everybody. So we are going to be moving over on the video side to YouTube, which we're super stoked about. You guys can find us in the new year at youtube.com slash CBS Sports Radio. So we're going to have the comment section open. Get involved. You can still call us, same number, 855-212-4CBS. We're still going to be on radio all across the country. We've gotten to know you guys over the last year, and it's been awesome. We want to keep the conversation going, and we will keep the conversation going. For the video side, though, youtube.com slash CBS Sports Radio. But if that move is going to happen, that means we are saying goodbye to mm. some very special people who we've worked with over the last year, who we just want to take a second to thank now for all the incredible work that they've done. So Marlo Donahue, who you hear us talk about on the show, uh, Marcy Villanueva, Kevin Major, Abdiel Bermudez, D'Angie Jimenez, Sean McGinnis, Mark Liu, James McKay, James Randazzo, Ashlyn Mockness, Matt Dorsey, Evan Reinstein, Joe Versecki, Matt Zook, Margaret Brent, who is our makeup artist, who does a fantastic job. And, of course, Allison Cohen, Tyler Hale, and Dan Weinberg. Yeah. Everybody at CBS Sports Network has been phenomenal to yeah. us. Thank and you we, for the year, guys. This yes. has been really special. 
We can't thank you enough. And hopefully we see all of you again really, really shortly. Yep. And you guys who want to watch us on video, you can do it in the new year. We're at YouTube.com slash CBS Sports Radio. It's been awesome. So we'll see you back on the radio tomorrow, everyone, to talk more crazy NFL. See you then. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.